Welcome to 21 Days of Prayer and Fasting. You're almost there. You're in the home stretch. We're almost to the end. And then you can eat normal food. And it's going to be great. And with us today is Pastor Curtis. And, you know, Pastor Curtis is going to be talking and discussing about a scripture that you probably don't hear a lot as it pertains to fasting, which I think is interesting. And we're talking about the topic of prison today. So yeah. how about that? <laughs> yeah, Acts 16. What's up, everybody? I hope you're doing well. Uh, Acts 16 is probably one of the, honestly, one of the funnest stories to talk about. You heard it here first. It's yeah. the funnest story in the entire Bible, Acts 16. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a fun story. And it's it's Paul and Silas, and I'm kind of going to spoil just a little bit, but it's the story where they're in prison. And I, I just want to walk through it, but I kind of want to open up with a question just to ask everybody, what do you do when you do all the right things, but still end up in all the wrong places? Mm. Like, what do you do when you're you're praying, when you're fasting, when you're reading the word, when you're you're going to church, when you're in a life group, sign up for life groups, <laughs> like when you're doing all the right things, but still find yourself in a prison moment mm. where you're found yourself in a, a dark moment. What do you do when you're following God's purpose and his calling? For you, but still find yourself in all the wrong places. So we're just going to walk through the story with Paul and Silas of their purpose and calling. And from the very beginning, I just want to say this, everybody has a purpose. Everybody has a calling. No matter if you are a stay-at-home mom, no matter if you're a car salesman, no matter if you're a school teacher, if that is what God has called you to, that is your purpose and for the world and for your life. And that is a calling. That is your ministry. Yeah. Like I, I, I get a little frustrated because and it's easy for us to say is two people that are in full-time ministry um, at different categories. Um, but like, I want everybody to know, no matter who you are, you have a purpose and calling. So Paul mm. and Silas are following their purpose and their calling. Yeah. And I love this story because they're sitting there. And they're seeking the Lord, God, where do you want us to go? What do you want us to do? Who do you want us to reach? And their ministry is like blowing up. It, it is incredible to watch. So they're in their second ministry, um, ministry missionary journey, mm-hmm. and they're just following the Lord. And I love how like two or three places, it says the Holy Spirit stopped them from going. Mm. And I want to pause here for just a moment because they tried to go somewhere that wasn't necessarily their purpose or their calling. And they stopped for a moment to actually stop, slow down, hear from the Holy Spirit. And that's what kind of what we're doing in fasting, slowing down for a moment, getting alone with the Lord and allowing the Lord to speak into their future. But I just want to take a moment and thank God for all the places that he told us not to go, for all the doors that he shut. It's interesting, too, because they had their plan. Yeah. And you think, like, from a human perspective, it'd be like, well, we're going to evangelize. Surely the Lord wants us yeah. to do it. And then the Holy Spirit's like, wait, wait, yep. hold up. He's like, no, don't go there. Yeah. Don't go there. And we can, we can come here on a Sunday morning, and we can get a little rowdy for all the doors God has opened for you. But I want to blow your mind for just a moment, Jonathan. What about the doors that you didn't even know that were even an option and God was working behind the scenes and closing them before you even got there? Even the doors I knew he closed on me, I'm thankful like, he closed on. <laughs> yes, like in hindsight, you realize that uh, God was looking out for Paul and Silas. So so they have a dream and there's this man from Macedonia calling out, hey, come to Macedonia, like I need you. Mm-hmm. So he wakes up and they make their journey and 
they get to Macedonia. And I love the first people that they run into because it's very important. I want y'all to remember that part of the story. It's very important who was in their dream. It was a man, a man from Macedonia. Who's the first person they run into when they first get there? A woman's Bible study. I think it's so fascinating because the first thing is the opposite of what's calling them to the place. So they start doing their ministry. Um, they're like, God's moving in a, a mighty way. Then there's this slave girl, and it said that it was um, enabled by spirits. And <laughs> Paul and Silas are preaching the gospel, and they're doing their thing. And all of a sudden, this, uh, this girl comes up behind them and starts screaming, these are the men that come in the name of the Lord to tell you how to be saved. First of all, if it is a evil spirit, spirit controlling her, how fascinating is it that evil spirits can still not deny what the Lord has put on your life? Mm. So in that moment, the woman goes on, but it goes on. It goes, she does it for days after day after day. It could have been three days. It could have been a month. It could have been a week. And Paul and Silas at first are kind of probably laughing about it. Like, we don't have to do our own introduction of like, hey, yeah. my name is Paul. Hey, my name is Silas. They're actually just letting the, uh, the girl do it. Um, but it comes to a point Paul gets uh, absolutely aggravated by yeah. her. <laughs> and he turns around and he casts his spirit out. Well, we know the, the story. Her her owner did not like that. They cause an uproar, which leads them to. Yeah, wasn't place. she like helping them get money? Yes, she, so she, she was gaining the their owner's money. It was yeah, their yeah, way yeah. of profit. So, uh, so they send them to prison, and and they're in this prison. Paul and Silas are there, and um, we know the story. It goes for a moment. It says around midnight they begin to sing. But there's two words that I want to focus on for just a second. It says around midnight. And I've got a question for you, Jonathan. Have you ever seen a clock in like an old timey uh, prison? I've never been to an old timey prison. <laughs> okay, I haven't either. But I'm just going to go assume that they didn't have clocks. Okay. Yeah. And my second question would be, how would they see it? So around midnight, that has to give you a little bit of context of the entire story around midnight. So it tells you that they were in a deep, dark place in life. It says in context that some jailers and they didn't just do their um their hands and shackles they do their feet and they were upside down uh, they had to go down this spiraling staircase so up in this moment Paul and Silas are are have done everything the purpose that God has called them to um, but still found themselves in a deep dark place maybe you're watching this and you're you're in a dark place in life and you're fasting and you're praying you're doing all the right things. And um, what are you still going to do? Paul and Silas didn't stop their fast uh, because they weren't getting the benefits that they thought a fast would get or a worship would get. But instead, they say, hey, we're in a dark place in life. Let's begin to worship and begin to worship the Lord. So in your dark places in life, I encourage you, hey, seek the Lord, worship the Lord, uh, fast. Like, don't stop this thing. Like, have encouragement that God is watching. He hears, he sees. Um, so, of course, they start worshiping. The, the prison breaks and they are free. And the prison or the prison guard comes up and realizes what happens. And he says this and in the story that he's about to take his life. Mm-hmm. And Paul and Silas are still there. And they said, hold on, wait, we have good news for you. Don't take your life. Because they begin to remember the very beginning of the story, the man that met them in their dreams. They went through this whole process. And now the purpose and calling that God has placed on their life they're there before it. 
but they didn't give up. And now the man and his family come to know Lord because of their perseverance and the hunger from Paul and Silas. Wow. I loved it. I love this saying is God moves at the speed of your hunger. And, and Paul and Silas, no matter what they were walking through in life and no matter how dark it was, they were hungry for the Lord. They mm-hmm. didn't give up. They leaned into their purpose and calling. They fasted. They prayed because they knew the calling of God was that strong in their life. Well, I guess the real question is, how hungry are you? And we're not talking about food. <laughs> yeah. We're not talking about food right now, though you yeah. may be hungry. But how hungry are you? How desperate are you for his presence to learn from his word? Because that's a big one. Mm-hmm. You can worship a lot, but if you're not learning from his word, you know, you're missing out. Yeah. So how desperate are you to learn from his word, to learn who he is as as our God, as our Lord, as our Savior, as our Father? So how hungry are you? I think mm-hmm. that's a good point and a good word from uh, that story in uh, Acts. It's just kind of wild that this whole story about them being in prison mm-hmm. has so many um, outstretching effects in the area that they're in. And so many lessons for yeah. us of you have purpose. Mm-hmm. The Lord shuts doors on purpose yep. that are probably for your benefit. Yep. Um, that uh, we need to be hungry for mm-hmm. the things of the Lord so that yeah. we can be in those right places at the right times. Even when you got people of the world screaming and annoying you, still yeah. stay on purpose <laughs> and call no matter what uh, Facebook says. Yeah. They still lean into it. <laughs> well, at, at the tail end of this fast, even though you're hungry physically, We just challenge you today, if you haven't already over this fast, if you haven't really broken past that point of really being desperate for the Lord, we challenge you today. Get in your quiet time, get on your knees, pursue the Lord, get desperate for Him, and see what He does in your life. 